Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of Dad Hats and Bowties. We're going to try and uh, fucking do this right, but you know what I mean? Shit acting spooky out here. So, um, shout, shout out to the young boy, fucking Bobby Schmurter, being let out today. Let this rock for a quick second, you know what I mean, before we get sued, because, you know, that's that's coming up. All right. That's, <laughs> They're trying to get that money. That's all y'all niggas get. Listen, we could get sued. We could get sued because that nigga went to jail. All right? I don't even know how that correlates, my, my friend. <laughs> Listen, bro. I don't know how that works. That man just got out of jail trying to make this money. Does anybody have an all man moment? Uh, Yeah, I do, actually. So um, I was driving the other day when I was at work. Let me turn this. D-Flow gonna get tight after this shit is so <laughs> Um, I was driving the other day at work and it was it was icy as y'all know it was, it was icy and I cleaned my car you know what I mean I cleaned the whip I, I don't think I got the 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 top of the shit properly as well as I could have so I'm driving on the, the highway dogs? Like, what's up? nah 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 yeah, y- y'all niggas know I got the white van you know that's suspect for kidnapping Okay. So anyway, I'm driving. <laughs> you ain't clean the white off the top? <laughs> what you, man? This nigga, this nigga ain't clean the white off the top, dog? <laughs> so anyways, uh, I was... <laughs> I'm driving on the highway and a dude is uh, honking his horn at me. I'm like, why the fuck is this guy honking his horn at me? And he walks up to me. Like, he ends up pulling me over. I'm like, I'm thinking, is he in distress? Because he's not a cop. He has, like, the MD plates. He's like, you fucking hit my car. You hit my car. I was like, calm down. (laughs) What are you talking about? I did no such thing. No, the ice from the top of your car broke my windshield. I said, oh, word? I said, bro, I I didn't even know. No, fuck that. Now how am I going to pay for this? And he punches the car, dents the car, and fucks up his hand. Oh, he hit your car. My car. Punches, right, and dented his hand. Um, and was yelling, and... In my mind, I didn't get I, I I didn't get time to do the research, but now that we on a podcast, somebody gotta know. If you're driving 
and there's no collision, meaning you did not collide with the car, who's responsible, him or Mother Nature? Uh, technically, I think you could be held responsible. It, did be. it? Did it? I was about to say, did it actually crack his windshield? It didn't break it. It cracked it from the back, but I don't know how fast he was driving. I don't know how close he was behind me. Cause that's a, I, that because that was gonna be my next question too. Yo, I was I was doing seventy, bro. I was trying to get to work, and everybody was zooming on the um. I, I was on the um lie, and you know the lie flow, niggas be out. So, I in my mind, I'm trying to figure out well, how close was he to me because. We all was driving fast. And in order for that to have happened, I, I had to have been driving fast and he had to have been like tailgating and it must have slid off. Because I didn't touch, like, I didn't physically touch his car. And he was behind I me. Mean, that's how it happened. You can still be held responsible. That's why they always tell you to clean off all your ice and whatnot. But. And when you say held responsible, meaning he could have demanded my insurance papers? I believe so. Yeah. I believe he can. He can say that you were responsible for the ice being, you know, destroying his windshield in attempt to get a claim out of you. Interesting. Yeah, I'm gonna have to do some more research. I'm gonna have to hit up State Farm and ask. Them. I don't know if I wouldn't. <laughs> I wouldn't advise that, that sir. Quite... <laughs> <laughs> well. Listen, that nigga. If that nigga ain't making a claim, well, no, no, he didn't. Like... He didn't make a claim, but. <laughs> he definitely did hit my vehicle and he dented it for sure. <laughs> um but now that kind of destroys um, his whole I don't know everything though. Because he hit your car. <laughs> yeah, that that, that yeah. fucks up his whole claim. So the money it would take for you to fix the dent. You could be like, well, that's gonna cause the same bread for me to fix your right, 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 right. So we we on the same page now. Keep it pushing him. Yeah. Dude. And let's keep it yeah, going. So like, that was that all man moment, and I can't talk about it too much because the next, the next moves I'm about to make, and niggas could go back to this episode. But long story short, um, I was posting all type of wild shit last week. A lot of people was reaching out to me like, yo, what's going on? I see you posting shit about your job. Long story short, my job basically forced a nigga to take off his Black Lives Matter pin. And that shit, that, that shit hit me mentally in, in a different way. Um, honestly, like, I was more offended than anything. Um... At my job, they have strict protocols. I don't know if, if it's because I work in law enforcement or if it's because I work in law enforcement in corporate America or the building that I work in. I don't know, but it's just mad technical. Like, this is this is probably the strictest job I've ever had in my life. Like, ever had in my life. Um, the schedule is amazing because the schedule definitely balances out my entire life, but... Just the, the the nature of the job is crazy. So long story short, I had to reach out to my union rep. The union rep clarified a few things. I had to reach out to HR. HR has has yet to reach back out to me. So I'm 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 technically I'm giving HR a deadline. Like if HR don't reach back out to me, I'm reaching out to the executives. And then and if the executives don't reach out to me, y'all niggas might be reading this in the uh, fucking New York Times. I'm not even joking. <laughs> Not even like the way the 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 way that it was when we talked about the technicality of wearing the pin, and then white people at my job basically told me in the conference meeting, "Does my white life not matter?" And I was like, "This has nothing to do with your fucking life." I said, "This really and truly is about 
a group of people that unfortunately we have to have protests and marches and banners and insignias and groups and buttons and pins that say black lives matter because white people don't have to walk around and say white lives matter. Y'all don't have to have that shit nowhere. So like, even when she said that to me, like I was like, don't be facetious. Clearly your life matters, but that's not what the fuck we talking about today. And one of the account managers was like, you know, I feel your pain, brother. I'm like, don't fucking call me brother. We, we might be on the same team because we're in part of law enforcement, but you're not my brother. I don't care if you're Puerto Rican. You're not, you're, de- you're definitely not my brother. Cause if you was, you would understand why I'm so tight. And when they, you know, first came to the building, you know, I admit I was wrong, but I was tight. We was in the lobby floor. It was people walking by. I blacked on that nigga in front of everybody. Blacked. He was like, you know, you got to take the pin off right now. I was like, I'm not taking shit off. I'm not taking shit off. We went downstairs in a conference. Nobody has ever came at me like that, Officer Gray. I said, well, I guess I'm the first because I'm not scared of you. And I said, I'm not, I said, I'm not scared of losing this job. But you want to know why? Because we have a union and I can't even really do much talking until my union rep gets here anyway. So what's up? I got, I, I, got, I, I got a union and then we got delegates that'll fight for us. And after we talked about what we talked about and he was like, you know, can we just keep this in the conference room? And I was like, nah. Niggas got to read this in the papers. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I was like, no, I said, I said, I said no pay grade is going gonna, is gonna to make me shut up. Moving me to another location ain't going to make me shut up. Even buying me lunch for a week ain't going to make me shut up. That's a dub. I said, a lot of people here been been quiet about certain shit and, and they let certain shit slide under the table. And, you know, you guys are so quick to say, you know, you got to pick and choose your battles. Well, this is a battle that I'm picking and I'm choosing and I'm not letting it go. I'm not I letting mean, it go. I, I'm sorry. I'm not. Some might say that's real nigga shit. <laughs> yeah. I'm not letting I mean, it go. I, I have... I I have nothing nothing really to say about it. I mean, the niggas told me in less words my US Marshall pin means more than the Black Lives Matter pin. This was said from a black man. I said, "So let me fucking get this straight. You got something from the military." And this in your mind holds more weight, not just the pin, the phrase. This pin that you wear means more than saying a black life matters. This is why niggas need to watch Amen on on Netflix. (laughs) All right. (laughs) That is is exactly why. And you know what's funny about it, bro? Honestly... I don't even blame you. Normally, normally in my rational in my rational decisions, mm. you would have told me to let it go. I can't <laughs> say I I personally I don't know if I would have pushed it that right. far, but we've already had this conversation in previous episodes on what certain things mean. Mm-hmm. At the end of the day, if this is important for you and you feel like it's an important thing that you have to stand on, then that's respectful, bro. And it's not like it's not like you in the way I see it, for them to harass you to take off a pin, it's not like you're wearing this T-shirt or you're walking around the lobby saying, 
you know, Black Lives so, Matter. You're you're wearing a pin, not doing. Let your me job. just give you. Like, l- let me just give you more context. The real reason why I'm mad, XAB and D Flow, fellas, brothers, y'all know me. Y'all know Henry, bro. Y'all know how I feel about black people. I I don't have to say it, bro. Y'all y'all know how I feel. I was wearing this pin for two weeks. And on the 18th day, D-Flow, now they decide you got to take the pin off. Now I got to take the pin off? Now? First off, how big is the Bro, pin? the pin is this small. This small, bro. That's a dub. Yeah, that, to this me, that's small. like you looking Tough for something. You, you. Niggas is crazy. That's about to say that like, you're, you're, picking, you're, you're picking on the situation. Talking about, talking about calm down. And I'm like, oh, so I'm in the conference about, oh, so calm down. Oh, so now I have to calm down because I'm the I'm the erratic and irrational black man that's working for a white company. Oh, I have to calm down now because I'm acting too black now. Oh, so y'all want me to be quiet. No, we're not saying that. Calm down. So now so now I have to calm down? Now I have to calm down. Fuck, I'm not calming down. Nah, I'm not doing that. And you know what's wild about it? I'm wondering what prompted them asking you to I take it I have no off. idea. Son. That's the For biggest no that small. That indicates to me that somebody said something. Facts, bro. Someone Facts. Somebody said something. Said something. Yep. It's, a big, it's bigger than, than the people just around you. Someone in the building yeah. complained, which means they've been complaining about it, and it got to a point where the complaint, the complaint obviously became so drastic that they had to approach you about it. Yo, because honestly, that pin will only be noticeable if I'm in front of you looking yo, at you. Yo, correct. Yo, even yo, even my manager walked up to me and was like, when you wear the pin, it blends in with your blazer. Unless you was in front of you, you could barely even see what it says. You could barely see what it says because the fist is black. My blazer is blue. It blends in. If you walk up to me, you'll see like there's like a white cloud because on the white clouds, it says Black Lives Matter. And there's a black fist sticking from behind the black clouds, um, from behind the white clouds. I was wearing it for two weeks and I said, I can't wear a pin for my people for one fucking month. But it's not even like a, a Black Lives Matter that. pin says anything other than Black Lives Matter. It's not black. Bro, he said he... He was like, he was like, it looks like you represent a political organization and that looks like a threat to the building. Are you serious, bro? A threat? It's like, no, this isn't a political organization. No, there's two different Black Lives Matter. There's a statement and there's a political organization. They're two different things. And unless you're Facts. ignorant, you would know that. But of course, see, that's the thing about white people. They be ignorant and don't know they're ignorant. And and then think that you're doing something wrong because they didn't know. And it's... Right, and that's no. I think I think what they also do, bro. They they pick on situations, thinking that you're just gonna fall back. And when a nigga don't fall back, now it's oh wait 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 hold on hold on. We didn't mean it like that, nah, nigga. You just hoped that if when you told me, I was just gonna back off. And because now I'm not backing off, now you're startled because you didn't think I was gonna make such a big. The fuss nigga about was it. hitting the desk acts like. Think about your job. Think about your job. I said, think about my job? Think about this motherfucking job? I said, yo, you could kiss my ass with well, that bullshit. Well, that's the next thing. Is, is, Th- think about, it's think always about, about control. And that's the one thing about 
jobs that in 2021 that I think jobs don't understand is, yes, everybody values a job. And especially at this time, you know, everyone is grateful to some extent to have money coming in their pocket. To say otherwise would be disingenuous Mm -hmm. and would also be uh, ungrateful. However, Mm -hmm. at the same time, we are the generation that is like, if our principles outweigh the job, we will go with our principles. You're not going to tell me. Facts. Like, if I really truly feel like I'm right, it's not not on some, like, I do some dumb shit and it's mixed in the air and I don't feel like I should get fired when I actually should. But if I'm in the right and you're going to try and make me get out of my mindset by telling me to think about the job and the money that's coming to me, Nah, you're not going to control me that way. Like, you're not going to make me go, you know what, you're right, I need this check. Unless I obviously, true, like, if I had a baby and a mouth to feed, then maybe I'd think a little different. But, you know, I just think that our generation just is more like, okay, well, this ain't for me. I'm going to calmly go about my business and find something that is. So... And also, that's also a threat for you to tell me that you're threatening that's how I me. Took you're it. saying, so if I don't do what you're telling me to do, you're going to fire me. And you're not even firing me because I wasn't doing my job. You're firing me because of a pin. I'm wearing a pin. a pin that's not one offensive. And if you do right. take it offensive, then you're racist. I, that's it. So what? What are we dancing around right now? We're dancing around exactly. A I, don't, I, don't I don't know if you're ready for this conversation. Like yo, <laughs> the, yo, I don't X, think you're ready. I, I told niggas. I said, yo, honestly, I'm not the one. I said, y'all don't know me outside of this building. I'm not the one. I'm going to just let y'all know that because I'm going to take it to the furthest extent. What is that media going to take it to the furthest extent? I said, yo, my man was just tapping the table talking about think about your job. He said it three times to me. Think about your job. I'm going to take it to the furthest extent. Y'all going to be reading about this in the fucking papers. Keep playing with me. Keep playing with me. They would write it up. Black man gets fired from corporate company during black, black lives matter Nigga, black do you, lives matter do you know how big that will fucking that's how you gotta kind of lay it out for them sometimes though that's do you realize how bad this would look you fired a black man for wearing a black lives matter pin during black history month like <laughs> where are we going with this let me know hey <laughs> <laughs> um, is this is this the game y'all trying to that's what the, you might have to put it like is this the game y'all are trying to play because I'm not understanding what this conversation is about. I'm not offending nobody. I'm doing my job. And I'm not wearing something that's so obvious that it's distracting. So what are you actually annoyed about? Because if it was if it was October and I was wearing a breast cancer. You're not going to tell me. Pin you're not going to say shirt, nothing to me. I highly doubt. And that's an actual organization. Totally and it's out. so. Exactly. And it's so funny you fellas say that because that is the only pin that the company recognizes that you can wear year round. I mean, you got a good, I you mean, got a good case on your well, hand, man. Not, they they it, are protected. I, if honestly, they do recognize one pin and one pin only. The only problem is when you then lay out the case, it's like, what are y'all saying? Because for like now you have a bunch of different things documented. 
You wore a, a Biden-Harris mask. Granted, that can be perceived right. political and that could cause issues. Right, However, right. that right. was an automatic problem. Now everybody couldn't wear masks. Now you're right. wearing a pin. Right. Not like on your on your blazer. And now that's an issue. Now I get it. They want to have a very strict uh, work policy in terms of clothing. That's their prerogative. Mm-hmm. They can do that. But they just have to be careful about it right. because of the way they are laying out what the issue is. Because it doesn't sound like they don't, they even know what the issue is. <laughs> and that makes it a slippery slope. No. I mean, you said it. You said it originally, bro. It's about control. And one thing I've learned about me throughout my entire existence in life, ever since I've been performing, you know, I feel like I'm the most alive when I'm on stage. You know what I mean? Poetry and performing or, you know, even rapping, whatever it is, artistic expression, acting, that does something to me that money and, you know, working a a nine to five can't do. You know what I mean? Sex can't even do what the fuck poetry does for me when I'm on stage. It can't. It's, it's, It's something different. I don't like being controlled. So when I feel like I'm being controlled, especially at the workplace, in my mind, I'm like, fuck you and your money. Because it's never been a thing for me. Y'all know this for me to just go and get another job. But at the end of the day, y'all not going to make me feel like I did something wrong by wearing a pin that in actuality, it's even crazy that I got to fucking wear a pin that says Black Lives Matter. I got to wear a pin that says my life matters. That shit hurt me, bro. And and That shit hurt, man. How y'all gonna for have real. a problem with that? Like that's the part that is for real. Like that's what's confusing hurt. about me. That that's what's kind of mind. That's what's kind of bending me the wrong way about it. Because I'm just like, when you really do think about it, y'all are saying that I can't wear this pin. But why? Why can't I wear the pin? Why? What's making y'all feel like it's a problem for me to wear the pin? Y'all saying that it's a political statement and it's gonna offend people. Right. So who, who are we trying to protect here? The the Point racist KKK nigga that Who, don't want to see that my life matters? In a liberal New York City. Oh, oh my guys, <laughs> yeah, this is what y'all trying to do? Like, the more and more you think about it, and it's funny because the more and more I think about it, the more and more deeper it kind of cuts. At first, when you first, first brought mm-hmm. it up, I had to, I was like, I don't know if I would have taken it so right, personal. Right, right. But the more and more, I think it's one of those situations where at the job, I probably would have been like, whatever. And then when I got home, it would have sank in. It would like the real reality would have sank in. I would have been like, these niggas just threatened me because I wore a Black Lives Matter pin. <laughs> like it would have. It yeah, because really initially you probably in. think That's about it, it like, did. oh, OK, I'll just it's, take the pin wild. off. Ain't no big deal. But. And, 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 and that's what I did. But the next day, like D-Flow said. Like the next day, y'all, I woke up and I said, nah, 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 nah. Niggas didn't just just tell me to take off this pen that I've been wearing for 18 years. My problem would have been if they would have nah. if they would have uh, reignited the conversation. If I took it off that night and left it alone, I probably I might have might have left it alone. But if someone came to me the next day and had questions or said some shit. Oh yeah, nah. It'd have been all war. Excuse me. <laughs> I didn't. 
I had to I had to make it something and then I know we got more of the show, so I'm gonna just end it on this point. I had to make it something because when I reached out to the union and when I reached out to my manager, I said, I'm gonna take my pin off. But if I see that person that y'all know that has that US Marshall pin that he got from the army or wherever he got it from, if he got that shit on tomorrow, I'm throwing a fucking fit. I swear to God. I went to work the next day. The nigga had the pin on. They asked the nigga to take the pin off. The nigga said, why I got to take the pin off? I don't want to take it off. And now you have a case. I said, y'all just told me. I said, y'all just told me to take my pin off because y'all said it represented a political organization. This man did not want to take his pin off because this nigga used to be a cop. He used to be a cop. Cops is killing us. And they clearly had no problem with his pin for however long he's been there. That nigga was wearing that shit for almost six months, bro. Yeah, that's definitely for six months, bro. That would have that'd have been it. And niggas looking at me like I had. Yeah, and niggas looking at me like I got three fucking heads. Yeah, that would have been that would have been sketchy at that point. I would have been like, oh nah, these niggas, niggas is wilding. Niggas doing too much for yeah, me. Yeah, nah, that would have been. been. I would have been like, nah, yeah. It's either nobody's wears the nobody pins. Nobody wears the pins, my guy. <laughs> nobody's wearing That's these it, motherfucking pins now, nigga. That's it. Now I gotta if turn up. My nobody pins. wearing shit up Facts. in this fucking bitch. That's it. Facts. That's it, bro. <laughs> That's it. That's that's where it would have been. Me and my niggas, me and my niggas feel the same way. Feel the same way. Facts. <laughs> niggas, niggas should pull up. Pull up to the spot just wearing an all, all black Lives Matter outfit. <laughs> um, can outfit. somebody direct oh, yeah, me deep. <laughs> to the bathroom? Yeah. To Facts. the bathroom? I heard this was a no black lives zone. No, I'm just trying to figure it out. <laughs> Y'all niggas is goofy. Goofy patoofy. Oh, man. Well, speaking of, so another one of these gender war topics was reignited on Facebook. I mean, on Instagram the other day. Mm. And the question is, if my man takes me out and my friends are with me, they're paying for themselves. Argue with your mammy. My man ain't obligated to pay for you. And a nigga wrote back, real niggas going to cover the tab for you and all your friends. Ain't no female coming out of pocket at all. If we out for dinner, drinks, activities, it don't matter. Uh, it's principalities to this shit. Now, if your friends niggas are there, then uh, me and them are going to split the bill. How do y'all feel about this? <laughs> All right, let me let me. I'm gonna answer this shit first. Let me just go real quick because me and Tiff actually had a conversation about this couple weeks back when we first saw it on the gram, and I told her the same thing. I said, "Listen, if I invite you." and your friends out, that's a very different thing. If me and you are going out and your friends decide to tag along outside of a conversation between me and you, which means we're out and you're like, hey, so-and-so going to come with us, and I'm that's not what I was planning for, then to be honest with you, I don't feel like I have to pay for them. I'm with you so far. You feel me? It's a very, to me, it's a very... Yeah, I'm 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 that's where I'm at with it. If if me and if me and my shorty's about to go out and her friends just show up, no. 
I'm not going to pay for your friends. Now, if me and you are going to go out and you let me know like, hey, you know, so-and-so want to come with us, or let's say your friend is staying over for the week or something like that. And I'm like, yo, let's go out. I know your friend is here. Let's say your, your girl's best friend is in town and you you're, you and your girl were supposed to go out and now your friend is tagging along. Then I'm fully aware that I want to go out so I don't mind paying right. for whoever's with my girl. But if her friends just show up and think they finna grub on my fucking bill, no, sir. No, sir. You're not going to just <laughs> pop up. Like, you can't. Nah, I'm sorry. I'm I'm sorry. I have to fully agree with that because if I was only planning to spend two hundo for the night, now I got four other shorties who come in trying to buy shots of Hennessy, fucking <laughs> eat lobster legs, and lobster tails not and all this lobster extra legs. shit. No, I'm not taking care of your friends. Not lobster legs. I mean, lobster tail or crab legs or whatever. Like I'm, I know I'm being stereotypical, but the the fundamental thing is. I feel like if my mom and my shorty and her friends were not invited to come to dinner with us, then no, I'm not obligated to pay their my, bill. My point is this. You can't obligate me for some extra shit. If I choose to want to pay for you and your friends, then I'll pay for you and your friends. The only person I'm obligated to pay for, in a sense, is you. If I'm telling you I want to take you out and then... You tell your friends and then it's like, oh, so-and-so says she in the area. She's coming through. I ain't obligated if I decide to be nice and be like, yo, don't worry about the bill. I got the whole thing. Cool. But if you want to look at me like I'm goofy because your friend popped up and and was like, like you said, ordering everything off the menu, then look at me in my eye like, so you about to pay for this? Nas, my guy. <laughs> it don't work like that. It does not work like that. It nah, it does not because that's that's my thing too though. Like, and I'm gonna let this thing talk right now. If it was the flip of this situation, and your shorty invited you out to go have dinner, and I'm like, yeah, yeah, X pulling up with us tonight. Like X is X is over there. He's gonna pull up, and you come and you order your plate of food, and I'm just like, oh yeah, you said you're gonna handle the bill tonight, right? She's gonna look at me like. Nigga, nigga I would be mad at my nigga there, for thinking my like, girl is about not... to pay for him. That <laughs> I would be like, yo, that's what I'm what, saying. What are you doing, that's... my nigga? Where's your money at, dog? Oh, your girl not handling this, <laughs> nigga. If you what don't get the, the fuck up out of here with that bullshit, facts, bro. Like <laughs> a separate bill, sir. <laughs> be what you got. Yo, when I first saw this, I was thinking about a lot of just one-on-one interactions with either women that I was with or women that I was out and it was just me and them and their friends. And, you know, I ain't going to hold you. I feel like I don't know if y'all can relate to this, but I definitely remember just shit, not even being able to fucking cover that fucking bill. You know what I mean? So when I hear this shit, like if a nigga is willingly saying, yo, I'm going to cover everybody bill at the table. To me, those are two different. uh, There's only two different conclusions that can be drawn. One. If you're paying. What are you paying with your cash or your credit card? Because if you're paying with your credit card. 
technically speaking, this is like very technical. That's not your money. That's just your money that has your name on the card. That's money that you're going to have to put back on that shit. That's not like your actual cash. And if it is your cash, are you trying to prove a point that you balling? Because that could have just been your entire money for the rest of the week. And, and now you fucked up. But you want to look like the man for, for the night with your shorty. And now you broke. And after the date is over, you're going to have to ask your shorty, hey, can you give me $131? Why? Because I need a monthly Metro card. I mean, there are definitely guys that are in that position that are doing that and that ain't going to work. But I've definitely, I've I've paid for like a shorty that I was talking to and, and her friends. If we went to, to the spot, the bill mm-hmm. came out and the bill wasn't that crazy. If the bill is under $200, I'm not, you know what I mean? Like some sometimes. Right. I was about to ask you, I was about to ask you what's not that crazy because I definitely went out with two of my friends years ago. It was it was it was me and two of them, and the bill came up to seven hundred dollars. Well, yeah, yeah, that that's that's crazy. That was as well. But that was not that was I that mean, was not honestly, my money. That was the money on the credit me card. Is the it, it depends <laughs> on the scenario. Like if I know that me and, and my girl and two of her friends are going to Budokan. <laughs> then I gotta be. I gotta know that oh, it might okay. come to five. I also to gotta seven. know. You know what right. I mean? So, nah, nah, nah. <laughs> let's, let's hit the pause button real quick. <laughs> if my me, and my girl, we rolling around and we in the whip, and she got her two friends in the back, and we about to stop and get some Jamaican food, and everybody gets some oxtails. All right. I'll, I'll pay that. I'll pay that. It yeah, you gonna spend a grip? Yeah, I got that. Yeah, <laughs> Oh, I y'all want to hit Applebee's? All right, cool. We, we can do Applebee's. It's a calm. No problem. No, no problem. It's Applebee's is all right. It's a yeah, calm 170. Budokan, my nigga. <laughs> Hold the fuck up. We're, we at nah. 150 per person. <laughs> I And it's four of us. That's a $600 yeah. night. We got to plan yeah. that out. Niggas got to know. Yeah. We, you gotta yeah, you know, gotta like, let me you, know. You gotta have boy. a clear arrangement happening. Like, oh, word, they coming with us. You sure? Oh, it's your birthday. All right, I got you. That ain't a casual. All right, cool. That ain't no I, casual. We, you know, Red Lobster is Red Lobster <laughs> be like the tip of the tear. We do Red Lobster. All right, that's a calm forty dollars, fifty dollars right, a person. Yeah. Like, all right, two. You know, that's still a that's still a let me know. Per person, you, you, right? We ain't right. just popping up. That's still a yo. Let me know they're coming. I ain't going to stress it, but we got to let me know. You feel me? Like, there's fundamental differences. If we all go into the club buying bottles, that's different, too. That's a different type of scenario. But if you're going nice restaurant, and I plan to take you to a nice restaurant, and your shorties, and not a shorty, but your friends want to come through, casually rolling around is a very different thing. If we just casually rolling around, you want to stop somewhere and get somewhere and get something to eat? Cool. I'll If it's... if if it's just you and your friend and y'all seventeen, eighteen dollars each, that's fuck it. That's nothing. That's that's light. That's very easy to deal with. Is when you go, to, yeah, that's nothing. Yeah, that's light work. You know what I mean? You just right. yeah, I got, I got y'all. Y'all, y'all take it easy today. Oh, no, don't worry about that. I got it. <laughs> Honestly, it would be suspect. Fair, it would be suspect if we quick. all went to go get some food and the bill came up to forty two fifty, and I'm looking at her like, yeah, you gotta give me this this, this thirteen dollars though. <laughs> Like, you know, like, 
and it, and it still might be an iffy patiffy situation too because if I'm not if I don't fuck with the other next shorty like that she might still have to pay her own shit yeah <laughs> I'm going to Thanks. the bathroom at that point <laughs> but do we do we give the same energy to women though if it was a chick and her man and three of his niggas Oh, we expect that's not expected not because that's, nothing, that's definitely not in our society something mm. that we would consider. Honestly, bro, if three of my niggas popped up and expected my girl to pay for for them, I'd look at them crazy. But like, I wouldn't. E- I don't. I, would I wouldn't too, even want to switch that like that. I wouldn't even look at that and be like, nah. You know, I took care of your friends, so you should take care of my niggas. Unless it's like a real special event, like a birthday. Some type of of oh it's the, it's you and your boy's anniversary for whatever like where I want to treat you and make you feel special whatever the case is but on a regular day if if I'm going out my homeboys join me and we all eating dinner or we all went and got ice cream or some shit and unless my girl is like no I got it babe I'm not expecting her to to do that and if my boys pulled up like yo. Your girl, your girl handling you, so she gonna handle me too. I'm looking at that nigga crazy. You not, you not. <laughs> so I would love, so I, so I would love to ask the ladies. Then I mean, the ladies will be listening to this, obviously. Ladies, if your man pays for you and your chicks, what does that do for you? What does that do for your relationship? What what does that do for how you feel about your partner? What does that do if y'all married and he's your husband and he does I mean, that I was for gonna your friends? Call, maybe I was going to call occasion. somebody in, but I, since I'm having technical difficulties, maybe we'll bring somebody in next week. But from the women that I've spoken right. to, that's a turn on. I mean, that to me, that would be, yeah, really? that's a turn on. I mean, it, it is yeah, a flex, a, bro. A it is a flex. flex. I mean, it, it's no, a flex. But, you can't. But, but, all right, cool. I could kind of see that it's a super flex because I can't even front. If I had it like that, I probably would do the same shit because I like doing shit like that just on my one shorty. So, which I I just wouldn't make it a it habit. It shouldn't be well, an obligation. Like, that's what I'm getting at, though. <laughs> Every once in that's a while. That's what I'm getting at, though. Like, I feel like that's a if your man, let's say shorty is with a ball player and the first time he ever does it, the first time he does it, the nigga drops 20 thou. And it's like 10 of them. He drops 20 thou. What does that woman looking at her man that just dropped 20 thou at the dinner table? Not at the furniture store. At the dinner table on food and drinks. What That's does that flex. do besides a flex? It's a flex, bro. But I could tell you one motherfucking right. thing. Please tell me the one motherfucking thing. The next time thing. he want to take her somewhere special... That nigga gonna hop on a flight and take her somewhere he knows is just gonna be him and her. But it, it's because that's what a nigga would do. Like, no, I was just gonna say it's that, more I'm, than a flex it, in mm. the sense of women look at uh, some women. I don't. I'm not gonna generalize. Some women look at right a man with money as a reflection of a man that is able, willing, and able to provide for them. So. If I am flexing my abundance of the ability to provide for not only you, but your girls as well, I'm letting you know that, yo, in this providing game, like, I'm unmatched. 
Yeah, like you I don't got Gucci nothing to worry Gucci. about on that provider tip. I am so Gucci if I'm Gucci a woman, friend. based off of some conversations that I had, obviously I'm not a woman. Um, you know, because I don't want my our female audience to think that I'm speaking for women. But um, <laughs> as a woman, then I'm looking at that and I'm like, oh, this nigga's one. This nigga's bout me, bout me. If he's willing to flex like that, drop twenty k at dinner, he really bout me, bout me. Hopefully, he got the money to do that. Because if he doesn't have the money to do that and he's flexing like that, he's a clown. But but if he got the money and he's able to do Big that, facts. oh, he's about me and he could provide. So if I'm one of those girls that look at money as a means of someone providing for me, then I'm like, oh, yeah, like that's a turn on. He about to get the he's about to smoke the shit out of my boots when I get home. Like. Yeah, but big facts. But big, big, I don't big know, facts. and I don't know if this is again because I'm in a much better space with what we talked about off air, D flow. But the way I be looking at shit is like, if I gotta do certain shit in my brain to get a certain flex, then in my brain now I'm gonna be looking at you like, all right, so I just dropped X amount of dollars outside of money that was just dropped. What can you do for me that's a flex? And I'm not saying do it because I did it. What can you do now? Because I get bored easily personally. So if I'm going to drop that and and that's nothing to me, I need to see what the fuck Shorty going to do now. I, I need to see. I mean, it, it's it's a difficult thing because yeah, it's not it's really a mind, It's more of a, a mindset thing to me. But at the same time, yeah, it's, it's a mindset. Okay. Plus, if your girl know you can afford it, She's gonna look at you goofy if you don't do it too. Really? So it's 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 if my it if my girl there's two there's two we gotta things get a girl on one it. if I'm out <laughs> here stunting if I'm stunting pretending like I got it and then when the time comes I'm just like oh nah I need two fifty nah, to get through the week because I I ain't, <laughs> she's gonna I need, think yeah. you're a goofy <laughs> and but if you out here fronting. Yeah, she's gonna think you're goofy, especially if you if she thinks that you got it because you've been making well, you've been making her think that you have a, it, and that's one. And I'm gonna share mm-hmm. I'm gonna share a personal story. I'm gonna leave names out, but two years ago, I went out and we were celebrating my significant other's birthday, and I never for once fronted like I had it. That particular week, a nigga was barely holding on to a thread. I had just enough to get niggas there, put gas in the tank, find a parking spot, and have enough money for the rest of the week. The money that I had for the rest of the week, that was the money that I had to use to pay for my meal and her meal, plus gratuity. I was popped for the rest of the week. Now, what happened was, long story short, it was a lot of us at the dinner table. The bill came up. I had enough just to cover one. I ain't have enough to cover two. Somebody that was very close to her yelled across the table, oh, your man is here? I seen the car outside, so I know he got it tonight. This this one I was driving the Maxima. I know he got it tonight, so matter of fact, give him the bill. Let him cover that in front of everybody. For one, I was, I was, I was superbly embarrassed, not because I was put on the spot. I was put on the spot mm-hmm. and I didn't have it. And two, I felt I felt like thrown in a corner and I had to pay it because everybody was looking at me. 
And when that happened in my head, well, in my heart, the self-esteem kind of broke. But in my head, I was like, yo, you was better off saying you, you can't, you're not even going out tonight. You was better off just allowing your shorty just be with her friend. That's that's honestly what I should have did. But the pride in me was like, nah, I'm going to still go. Everything going to be cool. No, nigga, everything was not You cool, said it was bro. your girl's birthday, right? Or her f- yeah. So there's two things there. Like, one, we've all, we've all been in a scenario where we've been in a position, ain't have the bread, but... Right. Like someone pushed us to have to go an extra mile. Maybe that meant not eating the right way for the rest of the week. Maybe that meant pulling out a credit card. <laughs> like we all been there. Facts, right. So, like there's Facts, that aspect right. of it. I feel two ways about right. it. I feel one, it's yeah. sad that society does put that pressure on men that is not as much as existent on women. That like that's not debatable. Because right. your girl could come out. Girls do it all the right. time. Girls go on dinner dates with nothing in their pocket. All day with, with fucking $10, <laughs> my nigga. $0.99. None, none, boy. Don't even Unless know how to get home. Is dropped. That's why <laughs> nothing, they get so tight when niggas be like, nah, take the train. They don't got it, bro. There's some chicks right. that be coming out and they don't got it. They, they don't got don't nothing. Got <laughs> it, said they don't got it, so bro. Bank account is negative. <laughs> The bank account are negative to me, honest. They, they don't so, got it. Wow. Niggas like, said they bro old. They that bro shit old. is real. And when that happens, <laughs> like, it's okay. It's, it's acceptable. But it's sad that men, like, do end up in that position where they, they end up having a... Mm-hmm. And part of it is a flex, but then part of it is sometimes it is expected. And in a situation like that where it's like your shorty's your, her birthday... Her friends will expect you to be like, oh, yeah. Oh, you're going to get it for everybody type shit. And I was not and I was not mad because of the pre the presumed flex. The one thing I was going to say is and this might sound controversial, but I feel like your shorty should protect you in a moment like that. Your your shorty should know what what well, your what your situation is in that moment, and be like, nah, babe, don't gotta, babe, babe, don't gotta get it. I got it. Like, don't worry about babe. He he take care of me and, well enough. And, in that particular situation, I feel like because of you know these are people that she hadn't seen in a long ass time, and these are people that um had heard about me. And had maybe seen pictures and, and and heard stories about me and who I was and what I was doing. So a part of it on my end is twofold. It's like, nigga, either you're going to live up to the hype of whatever the fuck she was saying about this nigga that wear bow ties, distinguish, whatever the fuck he calling. So, or, nigga, you're going to sink. And, and, and the pride of me was like, she she didn't say anything. I thought she was gonna throw a lob like I'm about to I'm about to give this nigga a fucking uh life vest. But she was watching the nigga <laughs> sink at the dinner table, and I was like, you know what? I'm gonna just fucking do a backstroke, and internally I'm gonna cry because I felt like a little bitch, and I'm gonna just pay the shit. And then we was going back home. The energy was just not good. It just it just wasn't good. I don't even think there was no sex that night. It was it was just. 
Because I, I was trying to figure out, now what the fuck do I do for the next seven days? Because now I'm going to feel even more of a bitch if I got to ask her, hey, it's your birthday. Can I get the money that I just fucking paid? But that be the thing. Bay is supposed right to protect now. you in that moment. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> I think she was over it. Even, even if I she, think she was over it. Honestly, bro, even if she, even if, even if you did it on the ride home, she was just like, yo, babe, I'm <laughs> I know, you, I know you broke your pockets. You, right? Like, I know where you was at. But I know you were yeah, I know you weren't expecting that. Cause I, and that's also why, honestly, you got a pregame. Right. Because if it was me, bro, I'm going to tell you straight up, and this is the blunt, honest right. truth. If I know I ain't got it, and I know something is about to happen, and I'm like, yo, I'm running short this right. week. But my shorty want to go out, and I know there's a bunch of people. I'm gonna, I'm gonna be hundred percent real, yo. How did what's going on with these niggas? Cause I ain't got it this week. Honestly, I got that right now. This is how much I'm trying to spend tonight. So just know, <laughs> if these people come to this joint, they either gonna pay for themselves or we gonna split see right. Like we gotta figure it out right now, cause you ain't gonna have me burning at the end of the table. That damn, my fingers crossed, like. Well, credit card time now, ho. We ain't doing that tonight. <laughs> I'm going to need you to be, we need to be on the same page. You feel me? That's where marriage works. Is there, I'm like, listen, if this hurts me, it hurts you too. Because this is both of our money's getting fucked up right now. Listen. So who, who, what are we doing the, tonight? What are we doing tonight? At the end of the tonight? day, you know, it, it, to me, it, it was also a very humbling experience and lesson. At, at the same time, just going back to what X said, that level of pressure at that dinner table, bro, that that shit hit a nigga hard, bro. N- nigga, I think I started sweating as I was taking the money out my fucking <laughs> but nah, wallet, it's, it's bro. But now it's a twofold bullets, lesson because on one end, it should be a motivator wow. depending on how much money it, it was. But on one end... I don't even remember. I just know I was broke. On one end, <laughs> it should kind of feel like a motivator. Like, damn, I don't ever want to be in a position again where I can't provide for my shorty. Right. The way that I want to, if that's Correct. what you wanted to do. On Correct. the other, yeah, yeah, no, I, of course I wanted to right. do it if it was a birthday. On the other of hand of it, it's like your shorty should know your position and know you well enough to to just know when to step in at that moment, so you don't look like a goof and you also aren't fucking eating bread and crackers for the next five days. Like, like <laughs> that's really like that's when that's when I call a shorty a real one. <laughs> if you know, like, yo, babe. I got you. Don't worry about it. And it's like, all right, cool. Like, cause I wasn't expected to pay for three chicks tonight. Like, I wasn't trying to drop five hundred. Like, I had me and you on the budget. Facts, uh, <laughs> me that's and you. It. I, that's it. So, t- that's also how the, how her friends dodge the bill themselves. <laughs> <laughs> they, they might not have had it either, nigga. Like, we don't even know what's going on with that. They might have been like, they might have just scooped themselves out of the bill to avoid not paying themselves. So, hey, man, it be it, it's unfortunate, but you know, sometimes you, it's sink or swim, bro. And you chose Facts. to put on the life. To boot. be honest, I probably would have did the same thing, bro. <laughs> stay afloat, boy. Yeah, to be honest, like you don't you don't want to. You don't want to set the wrong impression with her friends because, right? And this is a whole nother conversation because friends hold a lot of power. Oh yeah, in the relationship sometimes. Yeah, friends. When y'all in the re- if if y'all in the dating phase and in a relationship, 
your friends can break or make or break that relationship because if facts. they talking to her on the side like yo you with this goofy broke Boy, nigga the group chat would have been oh yeah 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> way go after y'all on left fire. bro that group chat yo he's goofy he broke he don't do this he don't yo remember Marky from high school that nigga still like you he making <laughs> mad bread right now right. why you with this nigga like it, they will fuck your whole shit up. Yeah, yeah, so, of course. And, of course. <laughs> on that aspect, it's like, yo, you gotta make the good impression for the friends. You gotta do that. But to what extent? How often? And your shorty can't. It shouldn't be an expectation. It shouldn't be like, oh, you, you silly or goofy if you don't take care of me and my friends. No, I'm, I'm. Listen, unless I want to flex like that. Then that's where this this starts and stops. <laughs> what facts. Are you talking no, no, about? No, facts, facts. <laughs> I, but you you make a valid point because at the end of the day, if you budget your money for the week, and you're like, "Yo, tonight I came out to spend two hundred because I need to make sure I keep another two hundred for me to buy my Metro card yo, and have yo. food to eat for the rest of the week." And now we facts. out here on a Saturday night, and your two that's friends it. show up, and now the bill is three fifty. It's not that you can't afford it. It's a matter of, yo, I set my money up a certain way that I could properly budget my funds. Like, And now I'm about to go broke because I got to impress bitches that, I, that really don't even like me. Because I got to impress that. Yeah, like. Right. And there's a difference between a broke nigga and a nigga that is budgeting. That That is the key factor. <laughs> Very <laughs> fundamental difference. You know what I mean? Very fundamental difference. Like we ain't rich. We all right. out here trying to work and make our money. I ain't broke, but I ain't means I'm trying to spend money like I'm fucking like I'm trying to and clear out my checking account either. Like I'm trying to budget my money and sp- I ain't Anthony Davis, my, my nigga. Like, like I don't have a, I'm not a hundred million dollar contract, no. so and I even, can just even be like, them. <laughs> fuck it. And even then, bro. And the, you could you imagine that, bro? Imagine you're worth six figures. You making eight, nine hundred, a million dollars a year. I'm still not <laughs> going out clubbing with LeBron James. Cause meanwhile, these niggas buying thirty bottles of fucking Ace of Spades or whatever the fuck they buying and spending forty grand at the bar. I'm like, I came <laughs> out with five bags tonight. That's all I got. That's, That's all I'm trying to spend tonight. So. We, we gotta stay in our lanes like <laughs> like that's just what the reality is you, you stay speaking of staying lane, in your lane can someone raised from love handle a person that's raised from survival this was another one of the IG debates going on and I definitely want to see what y'all think about that um I'm gonna go first on this so Ah, oh boy. I think throughout my life of interacting with a lot of different chicks, a lot of these women were exposed earlier on that if they didn't do what they had to do, they would not survive. So thinking about love or trying to receive love, that was the furthest thing from their mind. So when I, the loving person that I am, the giving person that I am, the compassionate person that I am, the resilient person that I am, the um, forgiving person that I am, I always want to let my partner know. I mean, you guys know publicly, you know, whether it's poetry, whether it's posting something, how I feel about you. You're going to know I love you. 
sometimes it doesn't translate properly because they're still in survival mode. They're looking at it like this could be a ploy. He he could be saying this shit for now because it feels good because he said he loved me and I loved him back. But deep down inside, when I said I loved him back, that was just so that he could hear me say it. I don't even really know if I, you know, want to have this feeling because I'm used to going in and out of different relationships or I'm used to dodging abusers or I was abused or I was sexually, you know, raped or, or touched in a certain way. All I've been knowing how to do all these years is surviving, just trying to make it to another day. But this nigga talking about he loved me. This nigga asked me what my fucking favorite color is. Some people not used to that shit, son. No matter what you do as a man or how hard you go about trying to do it, um, it's tough, you know, at least in my um, situation. And for me, it's, 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 it's like twofold because I grew up in a household where I definitely experienced love, you know, or I should say being shown more things in a loving way after I, you know, told my parents when I was 10, I tried to commit suicide and then I had to go to counseling and shit. So that, that opened up a can of worms. But, you know, after that period, you know, I I definitely felt like I, I felt and seen a lot of loving things, but when it was time for me to figure out what I'm going to do with my financial situation, that time when I had to fucking sell water, nigga, I was in survival mode. You know what I mean? Like, I, I didn't care who loved me or who... Because my dad told me straight up, I'm not helping you. That's what my dad told me. He's like, I'm not helping you. You got to figure it out. So I had to figure the shit out. <laughs> I didn't want to do it, but I had, I was in survival mode. Uh, I used to fucking stand on lines to help people get seen by fashion houses for like eight, six hours at midnight. You know, just so that they could see somebody for six o'clock in the morning. Meanwhile, I was on that line from like 11 p.m. the day before. You know what I mean? Mm. You know, just to try. So I get it. I, I, I get it. And I think that's a hard thing when you are somebody who is in survival mode and you want to love somebody who is not used to that because they're not focused on what you're focused on at the moment. Cause I, I low key feel like the people that are in survival mode that find people that quote unquote love them. They don't want to feel like they're trapped in something that they might have to try to figure out how to survive. If it, if the shit gets toxic, cause people's people be snapping, you know what I mean? Like they get so much of something that looks like, and feels like it's a good thing. And then that thing that looks like and feel like it's a good thing. Now you got to possibly hurt yourself or hurt that person to get out of it. That's where we at. I, my biggest thing with this is it's definitely possible. The, the issues come in with it takes a lot of patience and oftentimes it's never worth it. Wow. So, wow. Oftentimes it's never worth it because... When you're dealing with, unfortunately, when you when you deal with certain individuals who are in survival mode, everything mm-hmm. that you said applies. Right. But it's like when someone is unable to, re- you can't make anybody do anything. No, so when no, no. someone is in a space where they are unable to receive anything, whether it's knowledge, love, whatever, right? they find ways to take the most innocent of things and manipulate it into the negative thing that they learned to survive from 
So even if you provide that love to them, if they're still in survival mode, they're looking at that as, oh, this nigga trying to manipulate me or, oh, this, this nigga is just doing this because he wants something from me. Mm-hmm. And at the same time of them kind of not being able to receive a, 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 a real, like, natural kind of unadulterated thing, they also are operating out of that mode with you. So they don't even know how to love you. They're over there trying to manipulate you. They're over there doing wild shit to you because that's the only way they know how to how to operate and move. So like now sex isn't really about an exchange of love. Sex is, all right, I'm going to fuck this nigga and then the next day I'm going to ask him to pay for my 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 rent. Yo. Or I'm a I'm a love on this nigga and I'm going to tell him, "Ooh, you know what? Hey babe, what about that threesome?" And then a month from now, I'm going to be like, yo, you owe me because I gave you that fucking threesome, you stupid bitch-ass nigga, da-da-da-da-da. And yep. so that's where the translation kind of gets fucked up, as well as the mannerisms, right? Like, a lot of people who are raised from love tend to be more of a soft, caring type of vibe. They give that energy out. And sometimes people raised from survival, they come out a little rough around the edges, and they cursing you out, but them cursing you out isn't necessarily like they actually hate you. That's just how they they know how to operate. That's it. And so when you come from That's a loving it. space, you might look at that like, yo, this chick is cursing me out or this dude is cursing me out mm-hmm. and I ain't even doing it. It's not even that big of a deal. But that is the only way they know how to operate is yell, scream at each other and then scream until you can't scream no more and then that leads to some form of affection, whether it's now we fucking or whatever the case is. And that's where it becomes a hard thing because you have to have the patience, you have to have the wherewithal, and you have to have the knowledge of what's going on. If not, you're going to end up coming out of that broken, hurt, and now you're going to be the next person that's, like, operating out of survival. So that's why I say, like, it's oftentimes not worth it. Wow. All right. So, um... Distinguish, you are going to ATL this weekend. Yeah, All-Star man. Weekend. Yeah, man. Next weekend is All Star Weekend, man. Big shout out to my man Q Holly. Actually, big shout out to uh, Vanessa, aka V Major, for just sending me the link. Um, I spoke to him. We had a dope conversation. So yeah, man. I'm competing next week with 19 other artists for a thousand dollars. You know, catch us at. I think it's. I think the pronunciation is Apache Lounge. Um, it's in Atlanta. It's a huge venue. A lot of dope things happen there. So I'm just excited to be in the building. Um, but yeah, All Star Weekend is gonna be lit. You know what I mean? Um, I, I definitely just got my 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 COVID test results back again today, negative. So you know, so far so fucking good. You know, I'm on top of it, guys. I'm on top of it. So do. You- yeah, thank you. Do bro. y'all think All Star Weekend should be one, happening girl. this year? Uh, no, <laughs> no, no. <laughs> <laughs> I don't agree with it, but I'm going. I mean, we, we got we got we, we got we got to also look at it from this point of view. Like Super Bowl weekend happened, and it seems right. I didn't handle no spikes. Not been no nothing crazy, so it's only fair that All Star Weekend happens too. I'm the only just, thing I'm is, like the players like don't seem very invested in it. There's no fans that are going to be there. Like, what are we really doing with All Star Weekend? What is the what is the purpose? People That's got the only figure. thing that I'm like kind of looking at. Mm. Contractual <laughs> agreement, sir. Damn. Okay, heard you. <laughs> That's about it. 
Heard that's you, what beloved. These he said, that's what the coaches signed up for. The coaches signed up for That's not even about the players no more. That that I said that's it's not even about the players mm-hmm. now. It's just the 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 owners and the league is like, nigga, we need to make back some money. These cats still getting their salaries. Right. And ain't nobody coming to the arenas. Money gotta get made somewhere, my friend. Yeah, uh, so, it's, uh, yeah like it I'm not even is. excited to watch it because I know that the players don't really want to do it. So they already don't give their all during that game. Now it's just kind of like they're probably not even going to. I don't even know what to expect. I just feel like it might end up being a waste of time. But niggas, n- niggas might not put I on the show. I can understand from the business. I mean, they might not put on. You said what? I said they might not even put on a show. They just might be doing it just to fucking do it. And that. I mean, to me, that's the, I watched the, I watched the game the other night. In the oh season, shit! Bro. I feel like these cats were playing pickup, and they were just at the gym, just playing pickup. <laughs> just, just like I was like, these niggas don't even care to be. These niggas don't even want to play these games right now. These cats just at the gym. Just niggas was playing. <laughs> who gets niggas said niggas first. was playing ball like niggas had face masks on the whole game. <laughs> nah, Brooke. This Brooklyn thing, bro, plays like, no they defense, so they always look like they just in the gym shooting. Like, Damn. and if Brooklyn plays zero defense, that's it, bro. Like, it's literally, it looks like they're just having live workouts, bro. Like these cats is strolling down the court, catches shooting from whatever, barely grabbing rebound. I saw one <laughs> dude just walk up the court down there. I was like, not even running up the court. You just walked up the court like, fuck it, man. You got seven minutes left. I'm trying to get out of here. So sticking so. sticking in this IG warfare, um, this was a really interesting ass text thread. Bitch curved me seven years ago Yo. and then asked me stock advice today. LOL. No. So then someone wrote back, why just not charge her for your services? That was <coughs> that I was, was business, not thing, romantic. Like, and so the nigga responds: not, Girls will curve dudes because uh, they're broke, short, not hood enough, too ugly, too nice, too mean, all kinds of other petty reasons all day, and nobody bats an eye. But if I tell a girl who left me on red for seven years that I don't want to help her. For free, I'm immature. Then someone writes back, okay, so did you give it to her or you still hurt? You <laughs> you should be happy she thought about getting advice from you. You giving her advice, not giving, not going to mm. take away bread from you. So what's the problem? So then the nigga responds, yes, it would. Time is money. It takes time to technically... Uh, to, oh, it takes time to do a technical analysis. None of, your inte- none of you are intellectually capable of doing what I do. Don't downplay my work. You black women are shitting on black men for so not letting charge y'all use them. It's over for y'all. I don't... Just, it it could have just, just been just a charge. charger, bro. You know how much people reach out to me right now that... I'm not going to say that curbed me, but that I reached out to in my early career trying to collab with. Or trying to just you know build relationships with, and now is in my inbox talking about oh let's work. Facts. Cool. Here's the rates, and that's it. You, we, you don't want to do it. Okay. We gonna get cool. into this because push this on, shit, boy. It, I don't, I understand part of where he's coming from, but I think it speaks to a broader issue with men 
that we got to talk about. But so he says, uh, so then somebody says, you don't owe these biscuit head motherfuckers no explanation. (laughs) The table's turned and it's too late for her. Then someone wrote, the way y'all hate black women is starting to make y'all look very suspicious. That shit had me tight when I read that one. I was like, oh my God. Alright, hold the fuck up, my nigga. Alright, go ahead. Go ahead. Then that someone was just quit. Some goofy ass comment. Woo, she dodged a bullet. Hope she's having a wonderful day knowing that. Then he writes back, leave all the men on red that you want, ladies, but don't turn around and ask those same men to make you money. That's all I ask. It really can't be that hard to keep that same energy. I just ask for consistency. Then uh a woman wrote. I agree, but you calling her a bitch seems extreme. Then he goes, <laughs> leaving me on red and then trying to use me makes you a bitch. Get the fuck out of here. Y'all think you can just pick up and drop black men whenever you want. Uh, we're that worthless to you. It's okay. Oh, this shit's small. Hold up. <laughs> I mean, we, we have to. we have to also... It's not even just about women. So let let's let's make a a small a small a small separation here cuz it's not just women that do right, this like right. people do this in general. When when you're not in a position that they think they could that they think they could use you for, they're not going to fuck with you. But the minute they feel like you're beneficial to use you, they're going to want to tap in. The difference is if you know your worth, then stand your ground and let them know, "Okay, cool." And this is why I always say separate the business from the personal. If Shorty reached out, it's not like she reached out to you now to say, yo, do you want a link? She reached out to you for a service, brah. Give her the service. Let her pay for the service and let her realize the best for Avengers, she should have been fucking with you yeah. seven Facts. years ago. And That's if it, the difference. And if she's like, no, I want it for free, then it's a dub. That's it. You <laughs> Super dub. Yeah, it's a dub. That that now then then I would have made a post of men like oh word so you didn't want to you didn't want to fuck with me seven years ago now you want me because you see I'm successful you think Fact. you just come and get money with me for free <laughs> nah you could pay for now this. now the one if thing I will say badly. though because I do agree with that point but I also feel like a lot of men think that if they come if. If they come at a woman romantically and she dubs them mm-hmm. romantically, but then they that same woman would like to do business for whatever reason, whether that person is successful or whatever, that the romance and the business somehow are equating. And that, to me, is a bad thing to put together. She may not be attracted to you. That doesn't mean that she doesn't think you're a good businessman. Right, right. That so doesn't mean just because, she don't feel like she can't get money with you. Yeah, so if you came at her on some sexy time shit, she wasn't with it. Maybe that's why she left you on red for seven years is because she had nothing to really talk to you about without you probably thinking that it had to be romantic. So she left you alone. She realized you were a financial whatever advisor <laughs> mm-hmm. or whatever you do now. And maybe... There's two things. Maybe she is trying to get back in your good graces to see what's up romantically. And in that case, you could dub her. You know what I mean? Like, you left me on red. You're not going to get in my pockets now that I got money and try and be all all nicey-nicey. 
Or she's like, yo, damn, he I he cool in the financial department. I still don't fuck with him romantically, but I see that he can potentially help me get money. And it, it seems like he alludes that she wanted the shit for free. I understand why that would rub him the wrong way. Right, right, but right. Other than that, bringing up the fact that she dubbed you seven years ago to me is goofy. Is that, irrelevant. That's how I see it. So... Yeah, it's irrelevant. I, I agree 100%. And that's where a lot... I don't, I think a lot of dudes go through this. A lot of dudes glow up, take a, lo- a bit longer. And when they do glow up, you know, certain people want to get back in their good graces. And I think the biggest difference is... Like what like what the singer said, your best revenge is the paper. Like, at the end of the day, you see my glow up. Now you want to be down for the cause. Cool, you can be down. <clears throat> Just know my services ain't free. Because... We have nothing to discuss but business now. And that's and okay. That's that. <laughs> Keep right. pushing. You know, so I think I think men need to kind of get out of that mindset though, because that's what leads to you being in these conversations about coercion and women feeling like they went out to do a dinner uh, exercise with you regarding whatever business thing, and then they come away feeling awkward because you coming on to them, hitting on them about you know, oh, well, if you want this business, then, you know what I mean, let's go on a date. Let's go on a real date Crazy. or whatever. Like, you got to get out of That mindset is nasty, and niggas need to to learn how to get out of that. Facts. Um, so let's talk about it, guys. Kim Kardashian is divorcing Kanye West. I called it. Now, Distinguished, <laughs> we know you've been talking about this for the last two years at minimum. So... You could take it away, brother. You could go first. <laughs> I know you got a lot to say on this topic. First of all. But there are a lot of questions here. First of all, Kanye, Amari, West. Brother, it's time to get back to self. Um, the Kardashian curse is getting ready to break in a few days whenever he signs the paperwork. Um <laughs> You know, Lamar had it the worst, you know. We we still keep that brother in prayer. He that nigga cannot catch a break. That nigga still having girl issues, man. That nigga just gotta become asexual. He he can't date nobody for a year, man. Find yourself, Lamar. L- Lincoln Park. Lincoln Park loves you, okay? Queens, Southside, we we love you. Um, Kanye West, uh it is, I think, almost Bad to say Kanye hasn't been the same since he lost his mom. I don't think Kanye has been the same since Rockefeller actually split, if I'm being honest. I feel like when that whole Rockefeller situation happened and he said that line and diamonds are forever, you know, um, what's up with you and Jay, man? Are y'all okay, man? You know, right there, that's what we all should have known, brothers. Something was wrong. Why would you put that in lyrics? Why would you put that in lyrics? And years down the road, your kid's not even fucking playing with Beyonce kids. They don't go out on fucking uh, uh, family outings. The, the, the last time we seen Jay and Kanye in a photo, Jay was standing beside Diddy. Fucking Kanye was standing on the uh, on the opposite side of the photo. He looked like he was the only nigga lost in the photo. And we're talking about Kanye West. Vanguard Kanye West. You know, all of the lights Kanye West. My beautiful dark twisted fantasy Kanye West. St. Pablo. This nigga. I hope 
that when this divorce is over and he, you know, gets his tears out and, you know, he probably makes like a song or two about it. He gets back to what he needs to get back to. And that's making good quality secular music. Secular with a with a capital S-E-C. Okay? And I'm all here for the Christian rapping Jesus is King. I'm here for that. But I need the Kenny Young nigga getting money anymore. I need that nigga back. I need him back. Okay? I need Kanye West back when he's like, bam, party with Dutty Wine, all legitimate. Like, I need him back. So I'm glad that she's oh. divorcing him, you know? And again, I should not be the one talking about divorce. I marry people for a living. However, I approve of this message. Distinguish. Unfortunately, I don't think we're getting Kanye back. Damn. And the reason why... <laughs> The reason why is because new Kanye, I think, is the reason why this divorce is even happening. <laughs> so, like, I look at this, Damn. and we've been hearing about these divorce rumors for quite yeah, some time. Right, this is right. nothing new. Um, it's like all last year throughout the presidential race that he wanted, he tried to jump into throughout all of the different mm. things going on in 2020. We kept hearing Kim wants to divorce Kanye West. Kim is leaving Kanye. And this might sound controversial to some people. But I think at the end of that marriage, Kim tried way more than he did. Kim was the one holding that that marriage together. What? It wasn't Kanye. (laughs) That's how you feel? I actually think oh, so wow. too. I actually think oh, wow. so too, bro. I actually think I I mean at least from the media side. Like we of course we're, we're not in their household, mm-hmm. but from what's being presented on the media and the subtle things we see through social media, it appears as if though Kim has been holding down the fort as Kanye tries to battle his demons. And all I'm going to say is and I, I'm just going to look at this footage I saw when he spazzed on, on Chance. Wait, wait, wait. This footage of him spazzing on session. <laughs> I, I didn't see oh, that. Sp- yeah. He, there was a session he was doing with, it was Chance. Dame Dash was there. They were About what? The crib. He About- spazzed on Chance. And even, I guess he wanted Chance to do something and Chance wasn't like comprehending what he was trying to do. And he started to spaz on him. And even Dame... Even Dame had to go on, like, he Dame did an interview, and Dame was just like, you know, you just got to, you know, try to separate the people that cause his irate, you know, like, trying to say, like, you know, you just got to know what triggers him and keep the people nah. away that triggers him. And I'm just like, <laughs> right, nah, right, bro, he just had a bipolar and, and, episode and randomly see, during a recording the, session. That's the next part of what that's I want to get at, though. <laughs> that's fucking trash. Nobody is doing Kanye a service by acting like there's nothing wrong with him. He was on that Joe Rogan episode and the shit pissed me off so much because Joe Rogan is over there trying to convince Kanye. There's nothing wrong with you, bro. Everybody is just, you know, they're making a big deal out of nothing. No, Kanye has a mental illness. I don't know if Joe Rogan doesn't believe in mental illness. I don't know what the fuck was going on in that interview, but Kanye... 
clearly is suffering from mental illness. When he spazzed on Sway, he was suffering it, it, from mental yo. illness. <laughs> bro, you know what the difference is, bro? People like that, nothing that Kanye is doing affects Joe. I listened to that interview. Nothing that Kanye is doing mm. affects Joe's life. Joe Rogan's life. So for him, he's looking at him. He's like, I do more power to you, brother, because nothing that Kanye was talking about immediately affects his life. So he's just one of those passive. I mean, I'm kind of like that, too. If he's not really affecting right. me, I'm going to kind of turn a blind eye towards him my damn self. So I can't. I'm not going to be contradictory when I know my own personality. So. I think one of the biggest differences is not until it affects you. <laughs> now that nigga spaz on you directly is a whole different situation. If you know this nigga is spazzing on you for not for no legitimate reason. And you can only imagine the type of shit Kim had to go through. Whether I'm not I'm not saying that he, maybe he wasn't. I think being maybe in the beginning of the relationship. We, we can leave out let's Kim out looked the, at it as a good look. In the beginning of the relationship. But once they had North, mm -hmm. all that good look shit, you can't convince me that she still was, it just was a photo op. Nah, nah. That woman taught, that was torture for her to go through that pregnancy. Three kids, man. Not, three kids later. Well, I think two of them were, were surrogates, right? Four. Oh, two, okay. But, well, two of them are surrogates, but right? Remember, Kim hated the idea of pregnancy because she knew it was, she felt like it was going to wreck her body. Right. So she never really was was down with that. So the fact that she did that to me was the turning point of this might be like a good look to know I actually have some type of affection and feeling for this man. Nobody is putting their body through the ringer like that for fucking TV. Maybe the Kardashians would, but the average person isn't. But after that is I is when I feel like she she kind of had a change of heart and she did try to make the marriage work. So I I won't. Yeah, I won't I, call I her the manipulative the person that we know, like, the family can be um, in the end. But um, not Con Kanye need, needed help. Kanye needed people in his circle that would tell him, yeah, you, I mean, something is up, bro. And he didn't get that. I mean, that's hard to say. It's, it's hard to say when the person who probably was doing it, he pushed yeah. away, which was Jay. Cause Jay could have been the one. Jay trying was to the check one. Him and Let's be, like, be honest. Bro. Jay, Jay, Jay was, was the one. Business, man. <laughs> Jay, yeah, Jay was the one that was more along the line. Like, Nigga, we trying to accomplish bigger and better things. Like I need you to ring it in. And Kanye kept wanting to do what he wanted to do, or felt like Jay was trying to hold him down from. Jay also his probably full, wasn't the best person potential. to do it because Jay and doesn't look like he understands mental illness him his damn self. Nah, he probably like yo. Kanye, like, what's up with you, bro? Yeah. Like, you all this spaz and shit? Yo, you got one you more time like, to yeah, talk you, to me crazy. Don't, don't forget where the fuck I came from, dogs. <laughs> and that was the That's it right there. <laughs> a lot of checks was happening. Jake probably have to keep checking him. And Kanye started to get upset because he started to feel like Jay was not allowing him to speak freely, I guess you could say. But if there's a difference between speaking freely, my nigga, and you telling me... <laughs> silly shit <laughs> so at some point I'm gonna be like Jay probably started checking him too much and he got tight and that's when he started to do the wild shit and once you take it to the public it's a different ball game now, now because now I gotta wash my hands how do we think about this and that's theory where, that's where it's at this theory is not gonna sound controversial 
Did Kanye West help elevate Kim Kardashian as who she is today? Not Kim Kardashian, Ray J sex tape. Kim Kardashian present day. Did Kanye West elevate? Really? I think Kanye West elevated her. I think Kim elevated Kanye, to be honest. I think, yeah, I think it's actually, I think Kim actually kept Kanye. Kim's image and for what it's worth, the... It's it's fifty fifty because the Kardashian right. empire, as it's an empire, it it brought more light to it. But at the same time, I have to give props where props is due. Throughout the marriage, Kim seen as well as the like Kim Kardashian wife. brand was always bigger than Kanye's you got it, you brand. Got it. Right, 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 right. Oh yeah, right, Kim right, Kardashian. Right. The reach is for, is way bigger. Yeah. So and and let's let let's be honest. Kim held that That's nigga down financially until That's he sorted fact. his financial situation out. And let's not and then let's not let's not also forget that Yeezys actually got bigger really? since he got with Kim because oh, Kim was promoing the shit out of Yeezys. If you bro, you bro, if you're on her Instagram, she she did mult mad time. She went on live about that. Mind you, they had E all over that house. So Kanye actually got a lot of exposure for Yeezy through the well, Kardashian. The, re- the, the reason why I, right now I'm thinking about it, but the reason why I chose the word elevation is because Kim has had, I think, two divorces, if I'm not mistaken, either two or three, prior to getting married to Kanye West. This, Kim has been in some bozo ass relationships right. before Kanye West. Right. This has been the the best profiled nigga that she dealt with right besides reggie bush right reggie bush when when she dealt with reggie reggie bush reggie bush was at the height of his career correct when she dealt with ray j he wasn't at the the height he was just ray j and the sex tape blew up right but besides reggie bush right it was it was chris humphreys who was a bozo ass nigga nobody (laughs) knew and i don't know who else was in between that but kanye would be the highest profile dude that she's dealt with um it's just that her profile, I think, elevated his more than his elevated hers. But Kim got involved in Black Lives Matter. Kim got involved with stuff she never got involved with in her life. Now, that's where I think maybe he did influence her to some I extent. Agree. She was always going to do it because it's the right side it's of history. The, right, yeah, the Kardashians want to... Okay. Wanna, exactly. They want to look like they on, on on the right side of everything. Okay. But he gave it validity. And isn't like, she? A, isn't she? She's not a lawyer, but isn't she like a paralegal, or some shit? She wants to become a lawyer. She wants she's to okay. go to law school, right? I mean, I think I think what it did for her image, it softened up her image. It definitely it made softened her seem up that more like image. a wholesome woman, right? In general, like it seemed like, oh, y'all, you know, maybe she she's not this quote unquote slut. Maybe she really is the type of chick. It's not abnormal for a woman to be in different relationships. No, maybe she it's was. Just she didn't find- and then she just wanted to be a wife now. Like niggas is dogs and now niggas want to be husbands. No, I think for me, when I look at Kim Kardashian in this sense, I look at it like maybe she really just was the type of chick to, she wasn't fucking everybody everywhere. She's just the type of chick to run, go through different hey, relationships. Kim Kardashian was a regular chick. She didn't, She hasn't done nothing out of the ordinary. It's just... She was in the spotlight, mm-hmm. and we, as a society, were introduced to her on the celebrity scene through a sex tape. Right. So that's, that stained her her image to some extent, but Kim Kardashian never did 
the Kardashian empire and that show, I think, put Kim in a light that I don't even think Kim agrees with. Like, I don't think Kim is as, quote unquote, bratty and, and bitchy as they make her on the show. Like, I've listened to her in certain interviews and things like that. She understands what her position she's is good, in terms of that family. She's a good interview. Shit, she's a good interview. Yeah, she understands what her position is in terms of that family, and she gives that content in order to make sure that there's something to watch. But I don't really think that as much as... I think that her mom might be a little bit more nefarious in, ter- in Chris, terms of... Chris is what a she, business woman, boy. That chick yeah, Chris is just... Money. Is is ready to be like, oh, we doing what? Oh, okay, let's we, do it we this can, way. We can work it. We can work. We can spin yeah, it. One thing I will work. say with, with Kim, and I've always respected mm-hmm. her for this, bro. Tell me another real bitch. I, and I don't want to call her a bitch, but tell me another chick that will put her whole family on, bro. Her entire family is whole millionaires, family. bro. And not even subtle millionaires. I'm not talking a couple million. All of these niggas is worth more than $50 million. Sheesh. And the second coming of her is worth a billion. Kylie is out here worth a billion. Yeah, the, yeah, yeah. the youngest what type to, of hustle to do is it. That? How often does that happen? Like you gotta, you gotta get respect where respect is due, man. That's a fact. Yeah, nah, they did. Now I don't want to be a chatty patty, but I feel like we'll be doing a disservice if, if we don't ask this question because I don't think anybody else is going to ask this question. We know. Based off of lyrics, that let's just put it like this: Kim and Drake were a little bit more cozier than Kanye would have liked them to be at some point in time. Right? Do we think that contributed to this divorce? <laughs> to this divorce? Oh no, man! You going down murky waters, bro? <laughs> No. Listen, niggas put it in songs. Are we saying that Drake <laughs> is the reason why? I don't think he's the reason why. Are you trying to say Drake if slid we put, in? If we put the timeline together regarding their beef, was we Kiki, all know what the beef is really about, right? Was Kiki a code name for Kim? For KK? Well, that <laughs> that was what some people were alluding to at some point in time. Wow. That that song, Kiki, do you love Damn. me? Are you right? And then when Drake is, is, singing, is singing about spinning the block, make a right, make, a, make another right, his house was in that type of proximity to Drake's at the time. I mean, to Kanye's Damn. at the time. Damn. <laughs> yeah. Some people have alluded that something might have happened which led to the beef between Kanye and and Drake. Listen, man, we all know how to we, we all we all have ideas of how the industry works. You know, is it is it uncommon that they probably linked? I don't I'm not gonna say he slept with her, but maybe was in a predicament where they got a bit closer than they should have been. That's what I said. A little bit more cozy you know than like, Kanye was now we gotta also understand Kanye is an emotional nigga. That could just simply mean they did because remember, I, I I don't know if it was Kanye who but it was Kanye who bugged out. When Kim took a meeting with, I forgot who it was, but it, he she took a, a rooftop meeting and he accused her of cheating on him. See? Yeah, yeah. And so yeah. And that happened over the summer. Right. I forgot I mean, who she met with. It's not it's not wild that it might be the scenario. I mean, 
It can be. I don't doubt it. You know, the, the, these these celebrities, they all move around in sim, and yeah. especially out in L.A., they all run I mean, around even the same if circles. Even if it's she had enough of him accusing her because of the bipolar disorder. Could be that, too. Because when he went to his extremes, it could have simply been, bitch, I know you fucking cheating on me, da 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 every five minutes, and she just got tired of, yo. Honestly, like I said, New Kanye is the reason why they're getting divorced. I, I think she would have stayed with him if he was uh, college dropout Kanye, if if mm. he was even my dark twisted fantasy Kanye. Mm. But New Kanye is pressuring religion on her. Yeah. If you remember the Kardashian episode. Yeah. New Kanye seems like he's very disattached from her. Is it seems like he he's more focused on whatever he's focused yeah, on. Yeah. He don't. He didn't really seem like he was on her like that. Like, as he started to transition. Seemed, this might be another controversial thing, and this is my last statement. I'm going to leave it there. I think he took Kim for granted. I feel nah, like Kanye I'm towards not really the end gonna, of that I'm marriage. I'm not really going to say nothing. I'm going to leave that one alone. Oh, no, man. I don't doubt it, though, because I feel like... At the end of that marriage? He might have... Not the whole relationship. <clears throat> the beginning, he was on her body. Towards the end of this relationship, I think he took her for granted. Yeah, I think I Niggas think is also, not going like that because they hate the Kardashians. <laughs> but I think he did. I think I think he also realized it could have just been like once he realized his financial situation was straightening out. Nigga, just like, well, I got the right amount of bread now. I don't know <laughs> if I need to deal with none of this. Like, I'm gooch. Facts. He he probably just started to move different, and she was just like, nigga, I don't need your bread. Like, right. I'm good. None like, of, well, think, none none of them don't need each other's bread. Yeah, I think I think they even said it. They said that they're they're not they're not the divorce is gonna is expected to go pretty smoothly because they they don't want nothing more than what they came in with. So okay. um I don't and plus they still got four children together, bro. I was like, about to say they, they got four kids. Shit so, out. Like... so, you know <laughs> they they gonna figure it out. It's gonna be I something don't think, that's mutual. I don't think they're getting back together ever. I pray nah, they I don't never think they're do. gonna get back together. They they're, they're oh, probably fact. gonna be fucking every now and again though. Really? <laughs> Oh, no, that's, that's Kim is definitely getting another feel? high profile nigga. I don't know what he's yeah, yeah. gonna end up with. Kim Kim is gonna get another profile, and I feel like honestly, I feel like Kanye is gonna date somebody that's artsy. He's gonna he's gonna date he's gonna date another artist. Either that or a white woman. I ain't Which putting it past him. I, I pray Kanye. I'm not putting that past him, dog. I, I pray Kanye comes yeah. back to the black side. I I would love I would love for graduation to come out again. Graduation right. two. <laughs> like, but right. I just feel like that brother is lost in the sauce, and unless he starts getting on his med- medication and doing what he needs to do, correct. We uh, oh no, we'll see how that works out. Hopefully, it goes smooth though, because we don't need no more antics from that guy. All right, let's start to wrap up. Um, Ted Cruz. This is our politics segment. Let me Get see if I could drop out of the. Here. Let me see if I could drop the drop real quick. Well, I've got some red meat for you. We're not going to let Joe Biden and Kamala Harris cut America's meat. meat. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, Ted Cruz, man. My man leaves Texas while the shit is in an extreme state of emergency. And, and tries Tex- to tell niggas, yo, no, no, 
Niggas, yeah, we gotta talk about this shit. This nigga said, this this nigga said, nah, what I was really doing was they said they wanted to go on vacation, so I was just flying with them to take them there, and then I was gonna fly right Get back. Get your goofy we'll ass out of here, bro. <laughs> This nigga flies nigga. out in the middle of a winter storm. <laughs> Five million people don't got fucking electricity. Niggas, bro, they haven't had snow in 70 years. And your goofy ass <laughs> gonna talk about you going to Cancun with your neighbors. Get the fuck out of here, bro. Wow. <laughs> to drop to drop your daughters off. Nigga, you flew all the way to Cancun to fly back? That's what you wanted niggas to believe? That was nah. your first statement? Dub. <laughs> Come on, with a bag that clearly was packed for like five days. Clean. That nigga was just like, it's finna get cold. I'm gonna go rub my feet in this <laughs> sand real quick. Meanwhile, niggas' pools is frozen and roofs collapsing, and niggas ain't got yo. That was a sad situation. Yo, out those there. roofs collapsing was insane. All I kept thinking about is is someone who has sickle cell, who thought they was in Texas, getting away from the cold. And dealing, bro, no heat for three days, four days, no heat, no electricity. Your kid, your bro, that's the type of shit. Me and Tiff had an honest conversation. I told her, I said, "Yo, I'm about to go next week, and I'm going to pack the survival kit up because you know what is true. If these niggas, and it also brought me to a conclusion that anything could really happen, and when you think life is going a certain way." Certain like this, certain things like this happen, and it opens your mindset. Because here you're thinking a snowstorm, but realistically, that's a wake up call. Like you wake up in the morning, you feel cold. Electricity is gone. Your roof done cave in. It's ne- it's twenty degrees outside. You can't cook. You can't do nothing. And you can't cook. You if you don't do got the nothing, survival bro. skills, bro, you're you're you are going to be in a predicament, bro. Three, four days, bro. Like again, as someone who has sickle cell stuck in that, to me, that that is like torture. You can't tell me they didn't catch it. Somebody didn't catch a sickle cell attack. That's a big fight, while they was bro. out there, and that is crazy because literally think about it. You you have no heat, you have no water, you have nothing mm. to really help yourself in that predicament. And like you said, niggas couldn't make food. A lot of the fast food places were overrun. It was like seventy five niggas online trying to get Pizza Hut at one point. Like it, <laughs> that is a wild situation. And wow. unfortunately, mm-hmm. it has to do with bad politics. And that is the sad part about it because the electric grid in Texas is not national. It's not part of really? the national grid. They have their mm. own grid in Texas. They have their own energy source. And what they decided to do was they no never winterized their shit. And so when they realized that too many people were on the grid and it was going to fry the grid and probably have them cooked out for months, they right. shut the shit off. They, sh- they, they shut it off. It wasn't that, like, the winter killed everything they had to shut half of it off because if they kept it on it was gonna it was gonna explode and then it'd really be shut off so that is just bad politics because they don't want to be part of the national grid because of this ideology that government shouldn't be in your business and we rather own it than have the government own it and that's kind of crazy 
It's goofy, bro. I was watching that joint. It was straight goofiness, son. And that has to do with dumb just not wanting regulation. Right, right. You know. Final thing Chuck- we should talk about is we have hit half half a billion people. I mean, half a million people dead from wow. COVID. Wow. Wow. Oh, I boy. Don't, um, I don't. I don't know what to tell y'all. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> it, it's wild, man. It's wild, man. Um, five hundred thousand people, man. Um, it's been a really crazy year, man. A, a lot of people really been going through it. A lot of people really lost a lot of people. You know, I lost people. You know, I'm sure you and 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 flow lost people as well, man. It's it's not a game. Five hundred thousand people dying from COVID. Makes me feel like people don't understand that that is a crazy thing to happen. Facts. People, Facts. when COVID first happened, people compl- com- compared it to the flu. Mm-hmm. 60,000 people died from the flu, I think, the year before. Wow. We're, we're talk- In a year. We're talking about 500,000 people in a mm-hmm. year. Two different numbers. Now, if we stay on this track, which there seems to be some hope that, you know, everything is going down. But if we stay on this track, we're talking about a million people gone in two years. We're Mm. we're talking about 1.5 in three years. Mm. We're, We're continuously losing fractions of a million a year just to the virus. We're not talking about in totality. We're not talking about how many people die a year, period. We're talking about a virus doing this. The other aspect of it is the more we let this virus spread, the more it's going to mutate. The more it mutates, the more the viruses that change enough that it is advantageous to the virus are going to survive. And we may get to a point where the virus is extremely passable and becomes more deadly. So, to me, 100,000 people dying out of, like, I think 28 million getting COVID, uh, 29 million right now, mm. it's just a wild number to me, to me personally. Yeah, man, I think, I just think people just got to, you know, continue to practice all safety measures and precautions and really do what they got to do because it's not a fucking game out here, man. It's not a game. Um, yeah, I don't really know... What more to say on that end? Uh, I was one of the very few that didn't believe it at first, but I'm a believer, <laughs> okay? I'm a believer this shit is here and it's not going no fucking where. <laughs> so we just got to ride this bitch out until until whenever, you know? Remember, y'all, stay informed, stay alert. DMX said, believe half of everything you hear and believe half of everything you see. Yeah, man. Wow. COVID man it changed the game it, it really changed the game forever like forever like niggas ain't even dribbling the ball the same on, on fucking uh, WNBA or the NBA or college basketball you know what I mean wow well on to uh, other things uh, I know we're getting ready to wrap this up um, bananas you guys, yeah you guys continue to COVID use has exposed America. And and that's really that's really what it is. I think people oftentimes and even this even this winter storm, 
people oftentimes looked at America and thought that we just had this abundance of everything. And Some people government still do. controlled this. That's the only thing. And yes, that is part of the reason why people are in dire straits. But the other aspect of it is we're not as advanced as we think we are. We put our money in certain areas to look advanced, but they, I always say it, the house looks great on the outside, but inside is ghetto. And that's America Get right home. now. America <laughs> is not this land of the free, yellow brick road-ass country that it presented itself to be. And mm-hmm. COVID really exposed it. The fact that Canada is out here pressing checks for niggas every month like it ain't nothing, but we got a battle over giving niggas $1,400? I'm about to go to Canada. Clean. A- after only giving them... <laughs> What, $600 once? Fact, yeah, 600 bro. 600 Insane. Once. But yeah. niggas is fighting over, well, is it a good idea to give niggas $1,400? <laughs> yes, yes, yes. <laughs> like it's, it, Trust me. And then niggas want to bring up like, oh, well, you'll be taking it from your kids in the future. We might not have kids in the future. If, I'm if, probably just going to If niggas don't get head. no bread. <laughs> Okay. okay. There's niggas committing suicide because they can't pay bills. Right, right. There's niggas getting $10,000 fucking bills in the mail because Texas decided to change its power grid and fuck up its power grid and do wild shit. So now the consumer mm. is looking at a $5,000 bill, $10,000. Man, listen. Yo, Texas. What's the tough knot, broski? Because we got to get the fuck up out of here. <laughs> hey, listen. This is a heavy um, ass episode. Nah, it is. It is. It is. The tough knot is just really and truly, man, just people just really got to. I mean, I've said this on a, on a, on a prior episode. People just really got to get their whole, you know what I mean, life together and really understand what's going on in the news and the media. Um, we did have a lot of deaths and a lot of anniversaries popped up. Uh, RP to the guy Pop Smoke. Uh, may you eternally rest in peace. Uh, Malcolm X, um, anniversary assassination. Oh, yeah. There was, was a documentary. On- yeah, yeah, that that went into it a little bit. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, he passed away. You know, what I mean, on on Sunday. You know, many, 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 many years ago. R.I.P. to him. R.I.P. to my man's next door. His pops passed away. Jr. R.I.P. Mr. June. You will be forever missed. Literally just seen that man the other day walking down the street. Man, it's crazy. Um, I would also be remiss if I didn't say y'all got to go pick up Nady De La Rosa's calendar. Make sure you go support the girl. She's out here doing a great thing, you know what I mean, for Black History Month. Make sure you go get it. I know we in February is ending, but go cop them calendars. You figure, deal me? Um, but yeah, man, everybody just really enjoys I mean, that's kind of what they think happened to Malcolm to some extent. Yeah, everybody just kind of got to get No, they're back and together, forth man. about it, but you got one side that thinks that the uh, Nation of Islam was infiltrated to some extent by the FBI, and then you have another side of it where people think that these people were part of the nation of Islam that took them out. So yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, Judas and the Black Messiah definitely shook up a lot of shit last week, um, and it will continue to shake things up because it's a conversation uh, piece. It's a conversation starter, you know. So big shout out to uh, Ryan Coolidge or Ryan Cooley. Uh, I always mess up his last name. He definitely yeah. had a, a amazing hand in that for sure. Um, so yeah, man. That's it on my end, big bro. Nothing else to say. We appreciate you listeners, man. Week in and week out. Thank you guys so much for supporting us. And all the things we do, we know this episode was very heavy, less comic-y, but 
we're here to give you a good balance, you know, a good dynamic, a good flex. And, uh, yeah, hopefully you guys got something out of this episode. And, you know, we appreciate you guys. For real, for real. Mr. XAB, what is the... I was about to say tough now like an idiot. What would dad say? <laughs> what would dad say, brother? Oh, uh, what would dad say? Um, Listen, dad would say, keep your head up. Keep striving. We are in a difficult time, but it's not an impossible time. We break barriers every day, especially being black. Again, I'm watching this uh, documentary. It's like a docu-series, rather, called Amend, and mm-hmm. it's phenomenal so far. I'm three episodes in. I don't know how many episodes. I stumbled upon it. Didn't okay. know um, what I was getting into, but it talks about how important the 14th Amendment actually is. We know about the documentary regarding the 13th Amendment and all that surrounds that, but the 14th Amendment is truly where the magic really happens uh, in terms of our freedoms, especially as black and brown people, as uh, immigrants who may have had a child here, things of that Mm -hmm. nature. It all happens in the 14th Amendment. And to see that, to see how black people, like, we have this kind of depiction of black people as if they were some weak individuals. Like, a lot of times you you see that meme that says, I'm not your ancestors. I'm not my ancestors. Like, I'll beat your ass Mm -hmm. or whatever. Right. And it's funny to me because I'm like, y'all don't know what the ancestors actually did. And I think the 14th does a great job in terms of putting it into perspective. Cause a lot of, I've heard some ignorant shit over the years and nothing was more ignorant than this ideology that's been kind of popping up on different social media platforms that said segregation was actually a blessing. Integration was where black people fucked up. And that shit blows my mind because talk on it. I sit back and I say, do y'all know what the fuck was happening during segregation? A lot of them don't. <laughs> like, do you know what segregation really was in the U.S.? Because when you say shit like that, to me, that lets me know that you have no idea what the fuck segregation actually was. You are just looking at the word segregation and thinking that black people were just in one part of the city and white people were just in the other part of the city. And that mm-hmm. was that. The, right. the docuseries of men puts into perspective what the fuck segregation actually was. Segregation came about because of Supreme Court rulings that basically said that federally... Black people were protected. But each state could do whatever the fuck they wanted regarding black people. And the federal government couldn't do anything about that. Oh, no. So when segregation came about, you had southern states who actually had hatred towards black people. Right. And wanted to put fear in them for political reasons and motivations because for a short people 
period of time during Reconstruction, black people did thrive. Right. But that there was no segregation. People get their history fucked up. That mm. wasn't during segregation. Black people were just free at that time. So they were doing right. whatever. And white people were fearful to do things to black people because there was federal troops watching white niggas, looking at these mm. niggas, making sure they couldn't do anything during the beginning of Reconstruction. Right. And then the black code, codes came about and then Supreme Court rulings came about and mm. let white people know, hey, if you... So there's a ruling... I can't remember the fucking court case right now, but mm. there's a ruling that was on the books that basically said private citizens could fuck up black people. And if the state recognized that as something that white people could do, then it was okay. Trash. Federal government couldn't do nothing about it. And if the state said, nah, we're cool with them killing black people, then they were cool with it. Trash. That Trash. was when lynching became a big, big thing. Mm. And they were lynching over 4,000 people a year in Mississippi. Whoa. Because it was Whoa. okay by the state to do that. The state Seeing wasn't going to stop yeah. you. I called so, Mississippi early. So, of course, the federal government is not going to know about it unless somebody brought it to the federal case. And even then, the Supreme Court said the federal government had no business in that. And so when people say things like, segregation was great for black people. No, segregation was not great for black people. That's why they fought to be integrated into society because segregation was just a tool used to make black people a second-rate citizen. So, mm. yeah, we've been through some things. Keep your head up. But please, 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 everybody, start doing, like, actual research actual. and knowledge reading and looking into history and things of that nature and stop getting like little quotes off of Twitter and Instagram because y'all sound crazy. It's another episode of Dad has to